Welcome to Nose to Nose, the podcast about an egregious amount of movies, television, entertainment, whatever you would consider your menage a trois in terms of passing the time. Where have we been, Michael, for the last few months? But we haven't been anywhere because of the pandemic. And remember, the, the, the whole point of our podcast is the idea that you have a 70-plus-year-old a talking to a 20-plus-year-old about life. And movies. And, and TV. movies and television and God knows what. So, so how does it feel to now be vaccinated? Hey, it's, it's terrific. I, I can take on the world now, and I'm going to get some more shots just to show off. Now we can go and yeah. enjoy going out to eat like normal people again. Exactly. The, the funny part but, is actually today one of my friends that I play Xbox with that happily went to Florida two weeks ago just casually mentioned, luckily he lives in Indiana and I don't see him, he mentioned to, uh, to us how he was eating a sandwich and he can no longer taste his tea. And he goes... Why why can't I taste my sandwich nor my tea? And then he goes and uh, he tries gets, to smell some cologne, and we think he got so the he's, COVID. <laughs> so he's got a good test. He's probably testing positive. So what I miss most about this whole this whole thing, this whole year, is going to the movies. And the the irony of the circle of life is when television took over my lifetime, and the only way they could get us back back to the movie theater were to give us some unusual ideas, like in in the 50s, they came up with a Cinerama, giant things like that, and, and 3D, and a Cinemascope, and stuff to get you back to the movies. And now the dilemma is, you have Netflix and HBO and everything to keep you at home, and you're quite happy being at home. You don't really miss the movies, do you? Movie theater, I mean, the big screen, the whole deal. Not necessarily. I do say that I, I miss the big screen and the immersion that comes with it. But in terms of the movie going experience and being crowded and being in a movie theater, don't really miss it. But the idea of being able to rent out a movie theater and go watch it with your friends was something that we were looking into in terms of our friend group. And that's kind of a cool concept that this whole weird world has brought on. Cause you know, AMC needs to recoup some of that lost revenue or most of the lost revenue that they have. And that idea of being able to rent out a movie theater is kind of cool because you never have that level of privacy or the level of just being immersed with just the people that you know. You know, it's like a, it's an event that you are able to do that is more than just, oh, me and my friends are going to movies plus everyone else. It's, oh, me and my friends have a whole movie theater and we can talk as much as we want or not talk as much as we want and things of that nature. And you also don't feel like, oh, I'm sitting next to some nasty person who may or may not have COVID. Well, that's a whole other dimension that you're, you're speaking of. Um, and how do you feel? Because you, you all, or all of us, we, we are so in love with staying at home and our friends ganging up and just putting the film on pause and all that and going to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, that is my favorite part, especially yeah, exa- when you exa- drink a lot of soda with your popcorn. Exactly, exactly. But how do you feel about, because we just set up HBO Max for you on your TV, and you just realized that a lot of those movies that Warner Brothers would have released for the theaters are now on HBO Max direct to but, television. But, but now that I know, I can go see King Kong 
and versus Godzilla or whichever in a giant movie screen, I will go to the movie theater. I don't want to see it on, on HBO Max or whatever. I want the experience. I want the big screen. I want to. I want to be with those people. And afterwards, going out in the lobby and talking to people and friends and stuff. No matter how big you you have your home theater, it, it just doesn't work for me. I, I I I want to be completely enveloped by that giant screen. Yeah, you can rent your your little cinema that I think AMC's offering. Some people are offering. Yeah, it's a ninety nine dollars uh, to two ninety nine, depending on what movies. And they brought back some of the retro movies, which is also pretty cool. How you can watch Back to the Future it's, it's or a things like that. It's a clever idea. And see, you have friends. I don't have friends, so it's it's. Uh, I like. I like being in a movie theater. I, I just can't. Uh, well, luckily, uh, most and now, people. And now, it, now it's coming back. Now, of course, the downside is since we're so used to being at home, the downside is you have to pay a high price for that movie and parking and this and that. Not necessarily, though, because I saw that at Costco. This is for all you moviegoers who listen to us. If you go to Costco, you can buy four movie tickets. For eleven ninety nine, but you must be a member of Costco, which is already sixty bucks, right? Yeah, but if you're already going yeah. to Costco and you like going to the movies, you can get basically two dollar movie tickets from Costco for AMC tickets that don't expire. So that's a, a small tidbit. You mean I'm not going to pay fourteen bucks then mm, for a movie theater? You'll probably pay fourteen bucks because you like to pay fourteen dollars <laughs> and you won't go out of your way to. No, I get a se- I get a senior citizen thing, and and but still, I've got. I've got parking. I've got popcorn and a Coke that costs $15. You have the reality coming back of what the movie theater was, and we're so spoiled. What will get you back? Now, it seems the only thing that's going to get you back is to rent a private theater. So that's that's your deal. That's true. Right? And I'm not saying that I'm opposed to going to the movie theaters. It's just that right well, now... Well, did you ever go to the movie theaters as a kid? Maybe not. Yeah, I, I grew up going to... We had the Dollar Movie by our house that we would go to. It was kind mm-hmm. of a... Her, I grew up with my friend's family, essentially, and they would take us all to the movies. And since there was a lot of us, a Dollar Movie is very affordable for $10. Mm-hmm. All eight of us could go to the movies, and that was their way of keeping us out of trouble on Fridays instead of going and running the streets. Uh, of, of course. But also, uh, I can't say that I never went to go watch movies with my parents. Or mm-hmm. I remember growing up in Puerto Rico, I would go watch movies in English even though they also had them dubbed in Spanish. And yeah, yeah, of course, there are times that I watched the movies, but in terms of being a person who was like, oh yeah, I really want to go to the movies this weekend, I never really was that into it because hmm. I was always able to just wait for the movie to come on TV, come right. on DVD, come on whatever that wasn't me being at the movie theaters. But And you, and you still are, clearly. Yeah, but yeah. I do say that meeting you and hanging out with you, hmm. it had definitely... While we were able to, going to the movie was more of a prominent idea. I think the dilemma now for the movie theaters, uh, of course, having having the films come simultaneously on on Netflix or HBO is a real problem for the theaters. They they're talking about a delay of thirty days or or forty five days, blah blah blah. They're talking about make deals. The problem is the little films, little independent things that work so well on television now. It'll be hard for me to go pay 14 bucks for it. Even I want to go see The Father right now, which is a film with Anthony Hopkins. Do I want to pay the 14 bucks? I don't know, because I know that small little film. The big films are going to do gangbusters on the screen. I think my biggest disappointment with the whole industry as a whole right now, and mostly just COVID, was that a lot of the movies that I did want to watch, because 
I can't say that I don't like to watch movies or go to the movie theaters, but I'm very selective about what I like to go watch. So, say for example, I was really excited for the last James Bond with Daniel Craig. Yeah, where is that thing? That, that, that's been shelved or pushed back till there's more people with vaccinations and able to see. Or yeah. the movie that I really was looking forward to see that was supposed to come out a day after my birthday was the French Dispatch with Wes Anderson and Timothy Chalamet, and I was really excited so, to see... May, May 7th, but that's only in, in at the Cannes Film Festival. Well, they, that's, wait a minute, they shoved that to July now. Yeah, and all those that's things, their opening. a lot of them got shelved, and that's, that's what, opening that, I think that's yeah. my biggest disappointment about the current standing of the movie-going market, yeah. because I can't watch some of those anticipated movies that I was really selective about watching, because I will mm. go if mm. I am attracted, but I'm not gonna just go watch any random movie like you want to go watch godzilla versus king kong i, I love think, godzilla i, I love king kong he's, i think it's these are my friends i think it's moderately corny same thing with the uh justice league movies the marvel movies a lot of people are going to give me flack for this but i could i don't really care about seeing 40 year olds running around in their underwear not really my feel but james bond a spy <laughs> like a more classy and, british and dude running around mission, okay mission impossible and all the fun things uh, uh, yes. tom cruise is scientology weirdo Kind of doesn't really do it for me, but they're okay movies for the most part. You have to take that part out of enjoying Tom Cruise. You don't take his personal life well, on, the, on the screen. Uh, do you remember the little story that came out probably like six months ago about he was still trying to make his movie? and uh, in, in Venice, I think, they were shooting. Yeah, and he yelled at his producers or people that were on the set because they weren't following the COVID vaccination no the, the covid rules so six feet apart wearing a mask things of that nature and yeah. they caught him on camera I, losing his mind i don't remember that but it sounds like a good publicity stunt frankly I, that's a good point to think about it like that it does but i don't think it really <laughs> helped the movie because i haven't seen it no it's um, i'm sure it's been finished i've not really followed up on where it stands you know i'm a big fan of, of his work and i love all those mission mission films impossible films anyway the big films will keep the AMCs alive. The little films are going to go by the wayside. People are not going to go pay to see them because they can watch them on Netflix. Well, what's keeping AMC alive is the stock market right now. They've been GameStop and AMC stock has been mm -hmm. the most shorted and squeezed stock in the most recent history. And they're, they've uh, definitely uh, have... They got their bank loans, didn't they, to pull it off? Well, to, to a certain extent, it, the news of the stock market manipulation has translated over into GameStop and to AMC more specifically. And I think that that has helped the company weather the storm a lot more based on the fact that the economy of the, the economics of the stock market is pulling more dollars into their stock, which helps them survive and weather mm -hmm. what they've been going through for the last year. And now that they're opening again in New York and LA, and the movie theaters are starting to come back as more vaccinations are happening. Right. It's a nice, it's a nice reminder that people themselves are ready to go back to the movies. And it'll also help things like, remember, I was part of the Chicago International Film Festival, and having it online was completely boring. I mean, it's it saved their ass, but who cares? I want to see it on the big screen. I want to have. I want to meet the directors. I want to meet these people in person. I want it. To be a physical experience well, and just every all festivals have been online i found it rather boring yeah well that's um, the the festival going experience like i remember before i knew you and it'll it will now be coming back i think by at least the the fall we would hope so if there's no more closings of the world in america well, Cause because europe because right now is the, yeah because of going the, on their third lockdown for correct 
some yeah. reason the, that their COVID numbers are spiking again. But I don't think that same sentiment translates over to America because America is a bit more uh, hard-headed. Texas and Florida and places like that, they don't, they could care less that whatever number is clearly they didn't care before they don't care I, now i don't really know the statistics about young people getting truly getting COVID. maybe that's uh, why you all feel so invincible i don't know the numbers is it really just older people 60 plus that are really getting sick i i, I I'm well they, they I'm said unaware. that a fair amount of the people getting sick are people who have underlying diseases or obesity so a, a fair amount of people who got sick and or died had underlying diseases or were obese. So obesity seems to be a big proponent in getting people well, into the hospital and getting them mostly there, sick, which... There goes the United States, where well, like, everybody is fat. Exactly. It's taken out a fair amount of people. But also, there are a fair amount of people that just get mild symptoms, mild... They lose their taste. Have you, have you, been, have you heard any of your friends? I mean, yeah, since, I, since you have friends. Yeah, I told you earlier, my friend. So you have the one, yeah. The one, but I, that's really been the only person that I've personally known that has gotten so, affected you, by it. You were tested. You, you, yeah, I tested. I tested negative. They okay. asked. I, they did the shove the Q-tip in your nose. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a, probably about a year since that. But at the same time, I don't really leave the house mm-hmm. enough to be exposed, which I've also noticed is kind of interesting. I was thinking about this previous. Since I've been in the house, I haven't gotten like the flu or I've gotten the cold. I've been like, because luckily... Every year, I not luckily, but every year I get once or twice a year I get the cold, of like course. a regular person. I, I, and I I've think, noticed that since I've been in the I think, house, I think we all do. I haven't yeah. gotten a cold. I haven't gotten sick. Yeah, I might have yeah. gotten food poisoning once or twice from eating Chipotle or eating out yeah. when I shouldn't have been. But in terms of getting the cold mm-hmm. and getting smaller I, I diseases, I haven't I gotten anything. I completely agree. The one thing I have noticed since I had to put a suit on for the first time the other day to go to some funeral. Uh, I couldn't button my suit or the shirt. I thought, oh my God, I love being home. I love writing my book. I love doing stuff at home. However, um, it has put on some pounds, even yeah, though the, I'm the, healthy. The quarantine 15, that's what everybody's talking yeah. about. I luckily have lost weight due to the fact that I've got stomach issues too. But you know, for the most part, I haven't been, <laughs> I've been holding my gullet and not overeating and trying to maintain no. a certain monocomb of exercise. I'm doing the exercise. I just can't. Uh, I can't deal with my diet. You know, I, I just love eating stuff, garbage. Well, that continually. Well, it's a certain level of. Uh, you know, you use food as a way to not necessarily cope, but it's it brings. It's well, one of the things that brings you joy. Home, you're home. Yeah, so you have more time to spend time yeah, cooking, and yeah. eating is more of an enjoyment because, like before, we would spend our time going out to eat yeah. and enjoying Correct. that time. But now right. you have to do that at home, so it's a lot easier for you to eat and then sit on the couch and not go out versus before it's like mm-hmm. you got to get in your car you got to park you got to walk Correct. you've got to be more exercise driven to get to where you want to eat versus now you just walk from your bedroom to the kitchen and you do the same thing and go right back to the living room so my feeling is people will come back to the movie theaters um for the big for the big epic films period what do you think your timeline is in terms of well, since the, movie didn't, didn't the theaters open like last week or the week before? They've started selectively opening. I know that they've started yeah. opening in densely populated areas like New York and L.A. And those are probably one of the Chicago, two hardest Chicago. hit places. I'm sure they're open here as well. I just haven't necessarily seen I think them. You're set, but you have to, I think your max is 50 people per cinema. Isn't that something like that? I'm, I'm assuming that sounds about right. 
it's it's not a bad idea. I can't say that I want to sit next to someone who's chomping on their popcorn loud as shit, but you know, some people are. It's nice. See, the problem I don't have no problem with the popcorn. It's remember remember the theater experience started you're eating chicken and pizza and everything remember remember all before the stop we were going nuts with food in those theaters yeah the dining i wonder how experience. that's gonna go yeah well apparently some of the movie theaters are still doing that i never in my life will go back to a dine-in movie theater i agree it's disgusting but absolutely disgusting <laughs> <laughs> they're like listening to some dude like you said chomp down on his chicken and then rub his greasy ass fingers on how, all of the how, things. How they would you own. like to eat spaghetti while you're watching a movie? <laughs> order spaghetti at a movie theater. What is wrong <laughs> you, with you? You could order a full dinner. Well, yeah, and I, and you're served it, which is to be an interruption, having someone serve you things too. They're walking through the middle of the screen and yeah, no, know, no kidding. Stick to your eating Reese's yeah. pieces really loud and putting them in your popcorn. Well, now that you've talked me out of going to the movies, <laughs> I, I gave you HBO Max. I did yeah, what well, I could do. I, I, but I've been living with you know I've been living with Netflix quite happily. I'm I'm hooked on so many, so many of these these shows, these series, and and the problem is they end, and I miss all those people. Does that happen to you ever? Do you ever, do you ever get into Absol- a series? Absolutely. There are so many shows that you don't know what to do when they end. The Wire, The Sopranos, they were, Breaking uh, Bad. They were, they were my friends, they and were, then suddenly they're gone. They were part of your day to day existence, and then when they leave, you're like, well, there goes a large portion of the time because especially when you find a really good show you spend especially now that we have the time you spend it's easy to watch two three four hours of a show a day Mm. and you do that for multiple weeks and then when that ends it's like i have to now find the void that i had previous and fill it again with another show which is a great you know exploratory Mm. find a new show blah, blah 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 but you know you also feel a certain sadness for these characters no longer being in there. And then luckily they're going to make another season because if the popularity you know, show proves I'm excited it. for the Sopranos movie. Yeah. Can we get that? Please? Is that a movie or is that a series now? It's a... Feature? Actually, I don't know. I think it's a movie prequel. And it's with the kid. It's with his... His, his son. His son. And Joey Coco Diaz, which is one of my favorite comedians. Hmm. Goomba looking dude, even though he's Cuban. <laughs> Hilarious. Do you find yourself... Being home watching more shows versus movies, or is it an equal amount? Because I personally, in the last probably two months, have started watching more movies than I ever had previously watched when I'm at home. Because usually I'm a big proponent of watching TV series and watching the episodics and things of that nature. I've been watching these episodic things, really. I've been watching the episodic things rather than films, complete films. See, I've been, I, luckily with HBO Max, they have a fair amount of the older movies, so I've been able to watch older movies that I wouldn't necessarily be able to watch previously on which HBO is, Max. Which is great, which is great. I agree. Okay, well. So I'm not going back to the movies, and you're going to stay with the I guess. Gaming. I feel like you're going to. You're gay. I feel like you're going to. I am, I have been gaming a lot. Exactly. Gaming has been taking up a lot of time. Exactly. But who can, who can be mad at that? It is what so it how, is. Have you ever gone to an AMC where you do the gaming on the screen with people. That's a, that's a big thing in LA. No, but you know, LA. that's not a bad idea. And I'm sure that in the future that will be uh, an eSports, that's what they're called, they're called eSports, uh, an eSports phenomenon where you're able to play these huge screens, but mm-hmm. it's probably around the same lines of being able to rent it and things of that nature. Exactly. It's kind of like the internet cafes back in the day now being expanded into yeah. large formats. Good point. All right, I'm bored with you. 
Okay, well, it's nice to remind the people that we're still alive and <laughs> haven't died of COVID or any of these things. God forbid. We will make more episodes as more things come along. And I go on a diet. Yeah, well, as we decide to go out to eat after we finish this <laughs> podcast. But you know what? Shout out to Las Carola and what is it, River West? If you're ever in the area in Chicago, please go to Las Carola. Best restaurant for Italian food, hands down. I guess best it, service. It, I guess it is. Best R- people. River. Everything has a name, doesn't it? River West, I suppose. So. On Grand Avenue yeah. in Milwaukee. So if Grand you're from Milwaukee, Chicago, go there. Yeah. If you're not from Chicago, go there anyways too when you come. Terrific. Anyways, we will talk to you guys in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye bye.